Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone, and you're watching the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. One hour of commercial-free podcasting starts now. Enjoy the show. Week 10 in the books. 10 weeks of the NFL season already done. Absolute madness. As you can see, Matt is still out on the COVID list, uh, but he should be back this Sunday for our new day of the week for our podcast. Sunday mornings, you can now tune in for our weekly preview episodes moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're looking for something to watch while you're waiting for football and those dreaded few hours after you wake up, tune in to Super Fantasy Bros. Yeah. We'll get you all of the breakdowns, every matchup, just like we do, but now on Sundays. Uh, but anyways, we will be recapping all of week 10. Uh, as always, Calmer Chaos, Trust or Bust, Trade Targets, and a preview of this week's Thursday night game. And of course, some trivia with Q at the end. So make sure you stay for that. Let's get right into it, boys. Calm or Chaos. Russell Wilson comes back, yet the Seattle Seahawks get shut out for the first time in 10 years. Russell Wilson, 5.64 points. DK Metcalf, 5.6 points. Tyler Lockett, 4.3. Alex Collins, 5.9. Is it calm or chaos for this team in general? What is going on? I think as a whole, I think it's calm. Maybe not Lockett. Maybe not Collins either. So, Russell, (laughs) I think it's calm uh, because it was a weird weather game, and it was Russ's first game back. Gerald Everett, though, who would have thought that he was the best player on Sunday? but I, I think you're good on all those players except for uh, Collins because Chris Carson should also be back. I agree. I'm saying calm. It's Russ. It is Russ. Let him cook. He was only cooking a little little dish on Sunday. Just a little. little... Like a, a crumb. <laughs> yeah. 100%. A little appetizer. <laughs> I completely agree. I think you got to stay calm uh, on Russ and DK. I think they'll both be better. Packers defense quietly has been really solid this year too. Um, Tyler Lockett, obviously we know what he is at this point. Just overwhelmingly uh, inconsistent. Um, Alex Collins, dude, you can't trust Alex Collins. We got to wait for Chris Carson to come back to really want to start one of these running backs. Uh, so let's get into quarterbacks. Matt Stafford, 11.82 points. 26 of 41, 243 yards, one touchdown, and two picks. Another back-breaking pick six. Calm chaos here on staff. Sloppy, sloppy football from Stafford the past couple weeks. Yeah, two stinky performances. Two stinkers. Yeah. I think I'm still leaning towards calm, um, but definitely just a little bit nervous. And two picks in each of the last two games. Yeah. I mean, you really can't blame him for the pick six in this one. Went literally right into Higby's arms, bounced right off into the defensive back's hands, and he was just gone. I really don't blame staff for that, but it was just unfortunate in general. Yeah, five drops, I believe, as a team, which is, I think it's considered high, but um, it was a weird game. I wouldn't, I would have never predicted the 49ers blowing them out. I wouldn't have either. I also wouldn't have predicted the Titans to beat them either. So, I do think the Rams get back on track sooner rather than later. So I'm staying calm for now on Stafford as well. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers, 10.48 points in that snooze fest against the Seahawks. We already talked about their offense. But 292 yards was decent, but only zero touchdowns and one interception. So calmer chaos here for Rodgers. I'll calm. never be chaotic on Aaron Rodgers ever in my life. Just wow. got off COVID. Yeah, very true. Did just get uh, off the COVID list. I think you got to stay calm for Aaron Rodgers. Um, he hasn't been that amazing this year, uh, but he's been pretty pretty rock solid. So I'm staying calm for sure. We've seen all these athletes come off the COVID list look struggle. I I I'm only I don't know what to expect from Matt when he comes off the COVID list. He, hopefully he's not. Hopefully he he's remembers struggling. why he's here. <laughs> he's gonna be like, I thought this was a hockey podcast. <laughs> Or Joe Rogan or something. <laughs> uh, last quarterback, Justin Herbert, 14 points, 20 of 34, only 195 yards. One touchdown, one pick, 
did add 22 yards on the ground, but still an overall pretty poor te- poor day. Calmer chaos here for Herbert. I'm staying calm, but it definitely shouldn't have been a stinker against yeah. the Vikings. There's like, there's no way. So it, I mean, it's a little upsetting, but still saying super calm. He's still QB seven. Yeah, there's not many guys you'd start over. No. Yeah, I think it's just very frustrating owning Justin Herbert right now. Mm-hmm. Um, as I have him in, I think a couple of leagues, but it's just five games with less than eighteen, four games with like twenty eight plus. So like he's just like boomer bust quarterback right now, and you just want to see it turn into a little bit more consistency here. So. Hopefully he can bounce back. Pittsburgh defense obviously is a little bit threatening, but I think he should be fine. Um, he does have some more favorable matchups coming up too. So I'm staying calm. His playoff schedule is pretty juicy. So oh yeah. Keep rolling, Herbert out there. Let's get into some running backs. Miles Gaskin, 5.5 points, 14 rushes for 31 yards, one catch on two targets for 14 yards. Miles Gaskin flips back and forth between trust or bust and calmer chaos every single week. Is it officially chaos? Yes. Is he going to bounce back next week no. against the Jets? I mean, the like the positive is that he's getting a large amount of carries. The last four games, he's had twelve or more. But it's just like the he the offensive line is so bad that he can't run the ball. So uh, you'd like to see him at least perform better in the receiving game, which he has done. Um, not last week, but that was a, a t- another terrible game. Um, but. Malcolm Brown's out again this week, so I think if you have him, I, I, I'm personally probably starting him if Cordell Patterson's out, but uh, against the Jets, it's not too bad. Yeah. I think he's already set himself up for that bounce-back game to come this week against the Jets. I think he's a viable start in this game. Um, then he gets the Panthers, who are top five against the run, which is going to be another down game. And then he gets the Giants to bounce back again. So I think he's just going to keep going up and down the ladder. I think he is, too. I think he has to. Every single week this whole year has been double digits, not double digits. Double digits, not double Like, every single week. Oh, he, he, it's, And it's week. only been on odd weeks. One, three, five, seven, nine. Dude, so, he, week 11. He's set up for a double-digit game. 11 and 13 or, and 15 <laughs> oh are God. all favorable matchups. <laughs> So, all right, start, start Miles Gaskin on odd weeks. Uh, <laughs> I guess start even him. weeks, he also he does get tougher matchups. Week 12, the Panthers are top five. The Saints are one of the best run defenses in week 16. And week 14, he's on a bye. So, Dang. odd weeks, rest of the season, lock in Miles Gaskin. This week is one of those weeks. <laughs> all right, uh, last running back. Uh, not too many that struggled this weekend, which was nice to see. But uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. did struggle. Uh, he did get banged up again in this game, 8.1 points. Only five carries for 31 yards and uh, four of six in terms of the receiving game for 10 yards. Uh, but in three of the last four games, he has less than 10 points. This is calmer chaos for Henderson. I'm saying calm yeah, just so because calm. they're going into a bye this week. If it happens again after the bye, I'll switch to chaos. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm staying calm. I think the last few weeks, he's been just banged up here and there. Um which and, is typical Daryl Henderson. Yeah. And the last two weeks specifically, they've been down uncharacteristically to teams, like just been getting blown out. So like he hasn't gotten the, the run volume that he's been used to all season. I think in every other game, he had at least 13 carries in the last two weeks combined. He has 16 total. So like the volume's just been down a little bit. I think it goes back up after the bye. Um, they have some favorable matchups after the bye, aside from maybe like a couple of them. I think he'll be fine think he's he's still going to be a rock solid running back move oh yeah he hasn't had 100 yards rushing in a single game so far i'm so confident in him but it's just like i don't know it's just odd yeah he's been close i mean the yards per carry is definitely really good to see if you look at most games i think he's only averaged under four like twice so he's getting when he does get the volume he does put up some decent numbers and he doesn't need that much volume to put up some decent days so falls into the end zone i like him Yes. Yep. All right. Wide receivers for calmer chaos here. I think it's been what four weeks in a row, maybe five. DJ Moore's been here. Six point four points, four catches on seven targets for twenty-four yards. Calmer chaos. I want to hear someone's argument for calm. Is it Cam? There isn't one. That's that that was going to be my argument. It's just Cam. Okay. So chaos. Maybe maybe Cam is the the 
the the writing of the ship here. So chaos. I'm leaning towards chaos. <laughs> okay, I all right, am good. one of the biggest DJ Moore believers out there. Um, I really like his skill set, his talent. The volume's still there, dude. It just doesn't make sense as to why it's been so down. He's getting seven targets at least every single game. Um, but he's just not, he just not, he can't find the end zone. He found the end zone three times this year uh, in, a, in two games. So I don't know. Stinky, we need him stinky. to find the end zone. And Robbie just don't time. look for him. Robbie time. Robbie season. Might be Robbie season. We'll talk about Robbie later. But DJ Moore, it's chaos. It's really tough to start him right now outside of just being like your flex. Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams in the same boat as DJ Moore. Just completely fell off after the hot start. 7.3 points, four catches on six targets for 33 yards. Calmer chaos, boys. Chaos. Super chaos. This yeah. I don't even think he's startable right now. Yeah, I think we mentioned him last week on Calmer Chaos and said chaos, but just to confirm, at this point, it's chaos. Yep. It's 100% chaos. Five out of the last six games, absolutely brutal. Um, there is a chance that any of these upcoming games, he could have one of those 15-target, insane, put up some crazy numbers games. Oh, he will. But it's going to be very unpredictable. Somehow he's still wide receiver 17 on the season, just from that hot start. He's yeah, got he 230 like- bombs. Yeah. And yeah. 220 bombs. And then, yeah, exactly. And then all like nothing games. Fours. So, all fours. Not trusting Mike Williams anywhere near my lineup until I see him bounce back. Uh, AJ Brown shockingly has kind of fallen off a little bit, even with Julio out. 3.3 points, one catch on four targets for 16 yards. Um, and I believe this is two games in a row now where he's had a bit of a down game. Uh, after really storming back for three weeks in a row. So calmer chaos here for A.J. Brown. I think you're still calm. I Julio just compliments him, then so does Derrick Henry, obviously. Um, so it's maybe a coincidence that this the downfall started when they, he's lost both of them, when they've lost both. But I think you're still calm. Daniel has to throw to somebody, and how much are you trusting? Uh, uh, what are their names? It's like Harris, one, one, all irrelevant. one has two last names. The other one's last name might be Johnson. Rogers. Yeah. And I think Marcus Johnson, Akeem Smith, the weird, weird group of wide receivers. I'm hundred percent calm with AJ Brown, to be honest. Last yeah. two weeks, he's gone up against Jalen Ramsey and Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore has been playing out of his mind the last few weeks. Um, he's looked really good. He pretty much locked up AJ Brown and then Jalen Ramsey the week before. The volume was 100% there right before this week. So I think he bounces right back next week against Houston. Still has a lot of favorable oh, yeah. matchups down the pipeline. I'm, I'm rocking with AJ Brown. I think the Titans have the easiest schedule rest of season out of anyone in the league. Yeah, um, it looks like it. In terms of like just even pure NFL standpoint, every team they're playing is not very good. So they get the Texans twice. Miami, might, Jacksonville, geez. San Francisco. They might England, finish with the ones. Pittsburgh are the scariest ones. So, yeah, I think the Titans just went through a gauntlet of really tough games. And they won the ball. Fine. Yep. Titans are on fire. Doesn't make any sense. but yeah. I don't understand. Uh, who's like who's getting the points? I don't know. Nobody. They're just winning games. <laughs> I mean, you call special teams that have They're still winning the Super Bowl if we're going by T-Gods take. Oh, yeah. It's T-Gods. not looking that, looking that bad. bad right now. No, it's not. bad a while ago, but it's looking good now. Like seven and two, I think. They're so good for no reason. Jesus. All right. Last wide receiver, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, 7.1 points, two catches on two targets for 27 yards. And I think he had like a rush or something that got him to those seven points. But either way, is this a calmer chaos here for Sanders? He had one rush for 24 yards. Yes. So he did have a long rush as well. Um, Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say chaos. Is that, that sound about right? It's fair assessment. I mean, but also when Stefan Diggs has 162 receiving yards, there's not much else to be given out. Unless yeah, what it, usually had a bad game too. It's just like zero, ten, and seven in the past three games. Yeah, he yeah. was always boomer bust. Yeah, it's not even boom though. It's just like oh, well. do all right or bust. It's like, or, or bust. He had a really solid four week stretch against. Yep. Uh, Washington, Houston, the Chiefs, and Tennessee. Some defenses you're really not scared of. But then even after the bye week, they played Miami, Jacksonville, and New York. And he just hasn't been that involved. So maybe these more daunting opponents upcoming, like the Colts, 
the Saints, Patriots, the Bucks. Maybe they have to throw more. Maybe Sanders gets more involved. But for now, I'm leaning towards chaos as well. It's a little bit risky. I think he's still in that low end flex territory. Yeah, sadly. Tough to trust. Speaking of trust, let's get into trust or bust. Mm. Talk about some quarterbacks. Well, I guess one quarterback. It was a pretty down week for quarterbacks since Trevor Simeon ended up being a top five quarterback this week. Uh, 23.92 points, 19 of 34 passing, 298 yards, and through two touchdowns. Trust or bust here as maybe even a bye week filling for Trevor Simeon? I think it's still bust. I think because James Winston is more talented than him, and I couldn't even trust him with the same player. So I, it's, I'm not going to give in. That's and fair, Kamara, I guess. And Kamara could be back. I don't know. That could be the reason why Simeon had so much on his shoulders to just do it all. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think I'm leaning towards bust as well. I really can't trust Simeon. He's improved in each of his three starts. Um, looked a little better, but I still really can't fully go all in right See, now. See, I, I thought that too. And then I thought to myself, would I rather start like him or Matt Ryan? And, like, low-key, like, I think I'd want to start Simeon. <laughs> well, yeah, Matt Ryan this week proved that you shouldn't trust him after we were thinking maybe he's all right. No. Matt Ryan always – you literally said it to you guys last week, I think. We were talking about trusting Matt Ryan, and you were like, he's going to hit you with those mm-hmm. two interception dud. And mm-hmm. I started him. I didn't listen, and it was an awful decision. You can never trust him. Yeah. But can't no, trust I mean, him fully. No. Yeah, no one's trusting Simeon like that. Yeah. But he could be a bye week villain if you're looking for someone he gets – Eagles secondary this week, um, hey, even though they've been a little bit hotter. They're good. Uh, yeah, gets the Jets coming down the pipe as well. So maybe. Uh, let's move on to some running backs. Daryl Williams, 29.4 points, 11 carries for 43 yards. Not so great, but he was an elite receiver this weekend. Nine catches on nine targets for 101 yards and a touchdown. Truster bust here. Uh, if obviously if Edwards Alaire does not come back or if he does. This is how you go out with a bang because now it becomes the headache because Clyde probably will come back and I'm not going to want to touch any of them. So it's going to be a bust for that reason, but he would have been, he would be trust if Clyde was to miss some more time. Yeah, I completely agree. I think CEH coming back just helps no one, not even himself. Like I don't, It really doesn't though, because Daryl's gonna be playing. Yeah. Like he he's earned it. He's gonna be playing. He's gonna be seeing snaps. Yeah, Daryl was already seeing a decent snap share. Um, it was increasing, uh, while even Ceh was there. I think it was as high as forty three percent with Ceh healthy. Um, with him out, it's been pretty consistently at least fifty five, all the way as high as seventy two. So, he's been really the the workhorse. Um, the rushing really has not been good, but the receiving game has been impressive, especially for the Chiefs, where Mahomes really doesn't dump it off. We've seen that when Clyde Edwards-Alaire is in, he does not target him. But for some reason, Darrell Williams, he likes to target him in the passing game, and it's really been working for them. So, yeah, I would agree. Trust without CH, with CH, it's going to be a headache. I would avoid it if I could. Ramondre Stevenson, 27.4 points, 20 carries for 100 yards, two touchdowns, four catches on five targets for 14 yards. Trust or bust, similar situation. Damian Harris might be back, might not be back. What's the deal here? I guess that's the big uh, dependent. Is he back? Yeah, but this is also the Patriots we're talking about. Mm-hmm. He could easily put Damian Harris on the bench and make him carry the ball five times a game and make Stevenson the starter. That's true. So I don't know. That's... I want to trust him because he is good. It's just that whole situation that we, they're not really known for having one running back ever because they still have Brandon Bolden and JJ Taylor, probably not really relevant, but yeah, Bolden, they all have a factor. Bolden will still continue to get his like little bit of snaps here and there, uh, put some work in, in the passing game, but he really is not someone they rely upon in the running game. I think it's between Stevenson and Harris. Um, yeah. I really like Stevenson's skill set. I think he is super talented back. Um, I hope he continues to get some opportunities, but if Damian Harris comes back, I think I'd be in wait and see mode before I trusted him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, AJ Dillon, another backup, the week of the backups, 26.8 points, 21 carries for 66 yards, super ugly yards per carry, but did find the end zone twice and also caught two catches on two targets for 62 yards. 
trust or bust. Big trust. trust. He's gonna be an RB one until trust. seriously. Until yeah. Aaron Jones returns. So yeah. annoying. He was playing better than Aaron Jones was. <laughs> I know. It he hurts me so much. I hate Aaron Jones, but I love I don't know, dude. I hate him, but I love him. But I hate yeah. AJ Dillon, but I also love him. Yeah, it's very it's very tearing when like the backup is playing well and you really like both of them. But AJ Dillon has been playing well pretty much all season when he's gotten the opportunity. So I think if he gets continues to be the number one here, he might really prove that he might deserve the starting job yeah. down the line. So. And last year, maybe some foreshadowing. He had a week six, week sixteen. He had to play starter because Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones were out, uh, so he was the starter. And he had 129 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, on AJ 22 Dillon, carries. When he gets the opportunities, he does thrive. So we shall Quadzilla. see how that continues. Um, I think if Aaron Jones obviously does get up right and healthy. I still think he has a very solid hold on this backfield just because of how much they're paying him to be the number one there. But like Aaron, AJ Dillon real quick, he's like, now he, he had standalone value like a, as a flex player with Aaron Jones active. And now it's just even more valuable. So he's yeah. like more like a, he's like a Madison or a Kareem Hunt now. Yeah. You can plug him right in start him with hundred percent confidence. Uh, Mark Ingram. With a Camara out, another backup, 20.8 points, 14 <laughs> carries for 47 yards, found the end zone, four catches on seven targets for 61 yards. Vintage Mark Ingram, trust or bust if Camara has to miss again. Bro, I'm a big trust. Mark Ingram fan. I'm, I'm trust. trusting him. I like him. I think he's still really good, even though he's old. But he's just, yeah. I don't know, maybe I'm just biased. I, like, I, I love Mark Ingram. I think I trust him, too. If Camara's out, obviously with Camara in, I'm not trusting him. He'll get I don't a know little if bit I tr- of work. I don't know if I trust the seven targets, though. Oh, yeah. That's got to be tough. But Simeon is also not one that's really pushing the ball downfield that much. So maybe he does get some, some dump-offs. Yeah, and outside like, of Callaway. Mark Ingram who- was on the Saints. He actually did have a pretty decent job as a receiver before Kamara got there and whatnot. So go ahead. Q, what were you going to say? I was going to say, outside of Callaway, who else are they throwing it to? Willie Sneed? Deontay that's trustworthy. Harris. That's trustworthy. Probably not. No, he's like more of a deep threat. I don't think any. I don't even trust Callaway that much. I don't even trust Troutman. Troutman, Juwan Johnson, just a very ragtag group of receivers. Yeah. Uh, Last running back here, Boston Scott, twelve and a half points, eleven carries for eighty-one yards, two catches on two targets for twenty-four yards. If Sanders continues to miss time, because we continue to talk about backups, is Scott trustworthy in your lineup? No. no. I kind of like him. No. Why? He's though? a flex play at best. He's just, he can run the ball and he could catch. He's good at both. But, and even if Sanders comes back this week, I still trust Boston Scott because it's been proven that they hate Miles Sanders. But what about the other running backs that we have? Jordan Howard, Howard is the only other relevant one, I think. Gainwell mm-hmm. hasn't really done anything. They really, um, I think they hated on my man's game well. Yeah, out of nowhere. He they hasn't done anything. Sanders, and as soon as Sanders got hurt, they were like, well, we actually hate him low-key. Yeah, we hate him too. Um, Crazy. I like Boston Scott. I like, I like him Boston Scott as, as a person a, yeah. and as a player, but as a fantasy asset, I don't think I can fully trust him. I player. wanted to declare Jordan Howard as the back-to-own. I, I forget if I even did, but I think it might be Boston Scott. I'm trying to play Rocket League with Boston Scott. yeah he'd be on that rocket league for sure all right let's get in some wide receivers and tight ends before we get into some trade targets so kendrick Bourne, 24.1 points four catches on four targets for 98 yards found the end zone also strangely had three carries for 43 yards as well kendrick Bourne is quietly wide receiver 31 on the season trust or bust Bust. Uh, yeah, it's still bust. Still bust, dude. So many single digit games. Yeah, <laughs> yes. no no shot I'm trusting him. I'm sorry. Yep. No, he's he's literally like a, a quiet version of Tyler Lockett, Mike Williams, DJ Moore right now. Except way less volume, too. He's just like he'll catch the deep ball, he'll score the touchdown, and then he'll disappear for the rest of the game. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know if you saw his touchdown, but his touchdown was beautiful. Oh yeah, definitely beautiful. I think he's, he's got some, some skills. nice ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he has five games this year with 10-plus points and then five games, I think, with less than six seven. Or less, six or less? Seven? Well, six, six point, point whatever. Yeah. Or less. So, yeah. Bad. Not consistent enough. Maybe a bi-week fill-in flex if you're 
desperate. Um, Devonta Smith, 22.6 points, four catches on six targets for 66 yards and two touchdowns. Is it time to trust him again? Wiley, wide receiver 25, and has had top 10 finishes the last couple of weeks. I think it's time to trust him. I don't think it is. I'll <laughs> talk about it later, I guess. But, um, no, yeah, dude, the Eagles are just so inconsistent with everybody that they use. Like, what running back is it going to be? Who are they going to throw to today? Are they going to run the ball at all today? Are they going to throw all game? Is this a Dallas Goddard <laughs> game? Is Devontae Smith going to catch the ball? Like, I don't know, dude. There's just it was too many birthday. things going on. There's too. It was his birthday, too. That is a good point. <laughs> But, no, I yeah. don't know. It's just Eagles – the whole Eagles offense just scares me for fantasy. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I'm, I'm definitely a little nervous on him, too. I want to trust him, obviously, as an Eagles fan. Um, but he's kind of in the same boat as Kendrick Bourne, four games with less than five, 5.8 or less, and then the rest with 11 or more. So, I mean, obviously, he's got a little bit more upside than Kendrick Bourne. I think he's done it on a little bit more of a consistent basis and gets a hell of a lot more volume than Bourne does. Um but it's still tough to trust, especially going up against the Saints this week with Marshawn Lattimore. A little bit more nervous. Gets the Giants and the Jets the next couple of weeks, then Washington, the Giants, and Washington for the playoffs. So yeah, that's juicy. Matchups are looking juicy upcoming, but still really tough to trust right now on a consistent basis. I think he's a solid flex, though. Rock solid flex. Yeah. Uh, Brian Edwards, three catches on four targets for 88 yards and found the end zone. Trust or bust here now that they uh, he is looking like the number two wide receiver on this offense. Bust. He dropped a donut last week. Yeah, his, that was his first chance Big to prove bust. himself as like a number two. And I guess we want to see him do it again. But we were hoping that he'd step up uh, after they lost that other guy. Yeah, yeah, that other guy who, who shall, not, shall be not be named. <laughs> yeah, Brian Edwards. He's got a really good schedule coming up, um, but really tough to trust right now. I would not. I think it's the Henry Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller show for the passing game. And it hasn't even really been a, Waller. How do you drop yeah, a donut against Waller. the Giants? <laughs> you had four targets. You can't catch a ball against the Giants. I don't know. That was an ugly game for the Raiders all around. I don't know how they lost. Blame Derek Carr. Grow up, Brian Edwards. Grow up. Grow up. Jamal Agnew, on the other hand, 15.9 points. Also caught zero passes in this game on five targets. Uh, <laughs> did carry the ball three times for 79 yards and found the end zone. I don't know what to make of Jamal Agnew. His fantasy production has been a little bit sporadic, but somewhat consistent at the same time. He's just a wild card. Literally yeah. a wild card. Trust or bust here, man. He's. I think he's past LaVisca Schnold as like they're a player who can do it all. Like they were using LaVisca this in weird ways last year, a little bit this year, but I think Agnew's the guy now. He may be more trustworthy than maybe even uh, Marvin, Marvin Jones. Jones. I probably wouldn't disagree with and that. And I like Marvin Jones. We all I do. Like, we're all big Marvin yeah. Jones guys. Yeah. DJ Chark went out of this offense and all wide receivers went to die apparently. So Dan Arnold's still the safest. Dan Arnold, definitely the safest, like just consistent, reliable guy, but Jamal Agnew still has – 10 plus points in four of the last five. So if you're looking for a flex, you don't know what's going to happen. He's getting five targets at, at minimum a game. Yeah, you and don't also know what's running the ball here and there. Also does kick returns, might find the end zone that way. Wild card flex play. Bro, he, he's <laughs> fun to watch, mess. dude. There's so many things going on. Yeah, he is definitely fun to watch. Cannot disagree with that. Uh, Ray Ray McLeod, 15.3 points. Uh, nine catches on 12 targets for 63 yards. Is this trust or bust here for Ray Ray? Uh, I think it's bust because if Ben comes back this week, along with uh, Chase Claypool, I I don't think it's he's going to have any relevancy again. Are we really talking about Steelers wide receivers right now? We are. Sean has to put on the agenda. <laughs> have to. Snooze yeah. fest. Yeah, absolute snooze fest. I think the main reason was Big Ben was out. Um, Ray Ray McLeod probably has a pretty good rep with uh, backup quarterback uh, in practice. He's probably his number one when they're running reps and whatnot. So probably just somebody's comfortable to throw to Claypool being out, obviously helped him get more opportunity as well. So I'd be more comfortable throwing to him too. If he's your number one guy fumbles the ball and can't catch for shit and Deontay Johnson coming at Deontay like that. He's been rock solid this year until this past week. I mean, he Blame wasn't even that Mason. bad. 
So it wasn't that bad, but he wasn't Ray Ray McLeod good. He was two points less. The target shares for Deontay is still crazy. But yeah, Ray Ray McLeod, bust. 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 Jacoby Myers, 14.9 points, four catches on four targets for 49 yards and his first career NFL touchdown. I wish Congrats. Matt was here. I wish Matt was here too. He definitely be celebrating with us if he is watching right now i'm sure he's clapping and, and celebrating um we were pretty much writing jacoby myers off for dead last week after his 1.8 dud finally found the end zone but is he trustworthy no <laughs> no i'm sorry he's still i don't not. do you think he finds the end zone again before the season's over including the playoffs because they might make the playoffs no maybe <laughs> i don't i don't know maybe one more i don't think he's ever going to be more than like one of those five, six touchdown catch players. Whoa. They really don't use them in the You're red zone. You're already talking about five or six? Damn. I'm saying like, like that's like the, that's like the cap. <laughs> might be three. That's gender. Yeah. Maybe three is the cap. <laughs> yeah. Five's maybe. a lot. It is a lot. Especially the, for him. The insane volume he was getting through the first half of the season has kind of dissipated four targets each in the last two weeks. So I'm leaning towards bust. I think he caught the touchdown from the backup quarterback too. I think he caught it from Hoyer when they had already won and uh, Mac Jones was out of the game. So, I don't know. You must have heard the trivia question I used this week, referring back to I was just thinking of that. Really? Really? It was about uh, Devin Singletary, but I started off with him. Yeah. Um, Dude, Jacoby Myers, uh, just for the stat here, he had 1,522 career receiving yards without a touchdown, longest span of yardage without a score across all positions in the history of the NFL. <laughs> so like a center or like a lineman has caught a touchdown. I don't know. Something like well, that. I think I across wonder, like I wonder receivers if running backs. Jacoby saw that stat and was like, that's cool. Like I, <laughs> I'm ass. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. That was just absolutely nuts in general. Um, two more wide receivers, Rashad Bateman, 14 points, six catches on eight targets for 80 yards. Trust or bust here for Bateman. That's What's a trust. trust. Big trust. And somehow nice he's, targets. Trust. he's still only owned in less than 35% of league. So why is he not being picked up? Yeah, I don't know. He has People don't know. Gotta, gotta start picking him up because he's owned in 65% of, uh, it might be dynasty leagues actually. No, definitely not. 65% of sleeper leagues. So, sleeper, they know what they're doing over there. Yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, Bateman, if he's still out there for some reason in your league, pick him up. The dude is a target machine, and he's not even playing all the snaps. He's playing about two-thirds of the snaps. So, if he continues to earn more snaps as he continues to improve, he might become Lamar Jackson's favorite target. It's been an insane target share, to say the least. I mean, what does he have? 28, 28 targets. targets in four games yep. as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, you really don't see that volume right away like that that often uh, unless you're desperate. And obviously, I don't think their wide receiver group is that great. So he stepped right into a prominent role. But yeah, definitely a startable flex at this point. Yes. Last wide receiver, Robbie Anderson. Hinted at him earlier. 13.7 points, four catches on six targets for 37 yards. And a touchdown. Trust or bust here for Robbie? I think it's still bust until we see it again, but I, I do feel a lot better about him, especially with Cam taking the, the first team reps this week. Uh, looks like he'll be the starter. So if he loved anybody on that team, it was Robbie. I want to say bust so bad, but that's Cam's man. Like, <laughs> bro, I, I, think, I think if the season started today, Robbie's finishing over DJ Moore. I mean, it's not off. It's not off. You're not. You're probably not off. I think I'm trusting as well. Um, Temple bias intended as well. Still have a <laughs> soft spot for Robbie Anderson, um, but with Cam Newton, with honestly any quarterback outside of Sam Darnold, Robbie Anderson has played relatively well throughout his career. We've talked about it multiple times on the show. Gets Cam Newton back, someone he's already comfortable with too. I'm yeah. rocking with him. I am. Is I uh weird to say Robbie's been so butt, so butt. I think he's worth an add to your bench, not worth starting yet. I want to see it again though. I want to see it again too. Tight ends for Truster Bust: Hunter Henry, nineteen point seven points, four catches on four targets for thirty-seven yards and two scores. 
Trust or bust here? Trust. He's trust. been getting touchdowns. You can't take him away. You trust. Can't take him away. This year's Robert Tunyon for sure. Seven touchdowns through 10 games. I think what did Tunyon end up with last year? Like 12 touchdowns. It seems like he's kind of on pace for those numbers in that range. Um, he's tight end four. I think that's where Tunyon finished. It seems like he's just the guy in the red zone. I mean, he only has three games this year with more than four targets um, with like five targets or more. And then he's just, he's just finding the end zone. Can yeah. Take I, him away. He's touchdown dependent, but he's scoring. I hate that he was traded to this team because like before that we all knew Hunter Henry was a solid tight end on, on the chargers. And like he got traded here and like going into the season, I hated thinking about him because of the, the situation he was in with John U. Smith, but like, this is, kind of like previous hunter henry it's yeah. maybe a little better it's actually really weird because it's like the exact opposite of what hunter henry was with the chargers like hunter henry struggled to find the end zone a little bit in with the chargers in general he has seven touchdowns he never had more than he had actually had eight in his rookie season but after that he had four five and four in three other seasons with the chargers so yeah, but I feel yeah. like he's still always been like a solid tight end. Yeah, he's he always been good. solid, like, but he's been more of like a guy that'll get you the volume, like, like four, five, six, seven catches, get some yardage. Not the Patriots score. just know how to run plays, bro. They just know how to scheme. Belichick's back, baby. Right, they be scheming. They're, they're scheming. Hunter Henry, you've got to trust him for now. Touchdown dependent, but he's scoring very often, so I think you got to keep rolling out there. Tyler Conklin, similar stat line, except even. Worse with the yardage, 16.1 points, <laughs> three catches on five targets for 11 yards, but happened to get two touchdowns as well. Trust or bust here for the tight end in Minnesota. I mean, he's had at least five targets the last four games. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that's the best you can use to consider him trustworthy. I think he's all right. He's okay. Yeah, I think he's okay, but he's okay. Definitely tight not. end 11 on the season, low end tight end one at best. Yeah, at, what's that playing bad? all the snaps? He's he's on a Vikings offense with Kirk Cousins, so you already know he's going to be inconsistent. Even though the last four weeks he's had around at least ten every week, um, nine point five is the lowest. Sixteen, obviously, the peak this week. Um, he's only scored in two separate games this year, though, um, so he hasn't been like a, a red zone monster like Hunter Henry. So I think that caps his upside just a little bit. Yeah, he's all right. I trust him for what he is. I don't think he's breaking out anytime soon as like an elite tight end. By week fill-in? By week fill-in oh, for yeah. sure. I think he's worth even owning on your bench as just a backup just in case of injury. Yeah. Uh, Gerald Everett finally broke out with the Seahawks in a game where all the other Seahawks shit the bed. <laughs> uh, eight catches on eight targets for 63 yards, 14.3 points. Uh, his best game of the season, trust or bust for Everett moving forward? It's, no, it's still a I think bust it's, for me. Yeah, I think it's bust because Russ... We're still recovering, and I don't know. I, I'll take it. I'll use that uh, excuse. But this is what Jer- Gerald Everett, I thought he'd come into Seattle being like, and just hasn't panned out, whether it's because of Russ or Gino or himself. Uh, actually, t- t- Seahawks don't really use tight ends well anyway. They had Jimmy Graham, and he was failed right. with that. Very uh, inconsistent. It, yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is bust. It's, it is nice, though, that he finished better than all the other Seahawks. Yeah. It's, I think it's bust. I think yeah, I would just want to see more. Yeah, no, me too. It's so, like, disappointing. Like, yo, my tight end had eight receptions. And then it's like, oh, he only had 14 points. I don't know. It's just, like, that's weird. Don't yeah. you think you'd have more than 14 points? Yeah. I feel like you find the end zone if you catch eight balls. But right. Sometimes you just don't find the end zone. Just like the Seahawks didn't that entire game. <laughs> Yikes. Craziness. All right, let's get into some trade targets before we do our Thursday night football preview. I'll start us off. My buy low, Daryl Henderson Jr. Uh, Daryl Henderson, obviously, the la- like I mentioned earlier on the show, through the last four weeks, he's had less than 10 points. He's been a little banged up here and there, but he is heading into his buy. If someone is looking for a bye week fill-in running back, someone you can kind of be like, hey, look, you can start this guy this week. You're in a must-win situation. I'll take Henderson off your hands. That's someone I'm definitely going after right now. Um, if you can afford to have him on a buy this week, He's got the talent for sure. The ramp schedule lightens up just a little bit. Um, I think he'll be more involved moving forward as well than the last couple of weeks. So Daryl Henderson, I'm calm on him. I'm buying low on him. I think he's a great guy to go out there and get if 
if he's out there on the market. Uh, sell high. We just talked about him, Hunter Henry. Touchdown dependent AF. Um, if I can get someone that just has a little bit more consistency, um, maybe like, obviously, maybe not consistency, but maybe more upside to catch more passes in every single game. Um, if I could flip Hunter Henry right now after a 19-point game for someone like TJ Hawkinson after a big old donut, mm. I think I'd do that. I, dude, if I owned Hawkinson, I'm not doing that. Of course. I'm, maybe of course. like, But if someone's panicking or yeah, like, no, yeah, maybe Dallas Goddard, he's been a little banged up with the concussion, might be someone I'm looking to target. It's just, like, just a little bit more upside, a little bit safer. Would you would you do Ertz for him? I think I'd rather have Henry. I, I think I'll take Henry, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd take Henry there. I'd probably do Noah Fant for him. Um, but again, a little bit scary. Disappointed in you. <laughs> I know you're not the biggest <laughs> Noah Fant fan, but I think he gets more volume than Henry. Henry's just not seeing the volume. That just scares me. So the touchdowns could disappear, but the touchdowns are coming. You can't take them away. They're there. So I'm selling high on those touchdowns. All right, you guys, what do you got? Okay, my buy low. Might surprise some people, but it's Terry McLaurin. He's been in a big old slump. Since week five, his fantasy points have been 8, 6, 25, 6, and 11. He's, he's had seven or more targets in all but one game. So he's still seeing the volume, but the points just aren't there. But I think they'll come because you know that the Washington football team is going to be down all the time. They're going to have to throw. It's scary, Terry. And like, who else? Maybe that's Logan what I'm Thomas. Saying. Maybe Logan Thomas, but like, like, but is he even like, is he going to be back this week? He might be. Yeah, he might be. That's my point. He might be. He might not even play. <laughs> They're going to have to throw it to Terry. Um. So yeah, go get him if you can. And my sell high. I'm sorry to all you guys, <laughs> Devonte Smith. Devonta Smith, however you want to say it, Mr. Smith of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I'm still not trusting him. I don't. He's had back-to-back games of 22 points, but four of his 10 games are five points or less. That's disgusting. He's super inconsistent. The whole Eagles team is inconsistent. You never know who's getting the ball. Are they going to run a lot this game? Are they not going to run a lot this game? Who's going to run the ball when when that does happen? But like, that's not the point. Either way, Devonta Smith. Too inconsistent for me. I think his stock is at an all-time high right now. And I don't know. What do you think you can get for Devontae Smith? Uh, what, what did Schultz just get for Devontae? Devonta. Who did he get for him? That was Sun? a pretty even trade, No, that was Sun. Uh, he, got, uh, he had to give up Chubb, though. He gave up Chubb and Smith for Jacobs and D- Jamar Chase. Was it Jamar? It's Jamar Chase. I yeah, it was, it was Jamar. Jamar it was Jamar. Yeah. So, so that's that, pretty high. Yeah, he had to give up Chubb, but Jamar Chase obviously is a huge upgrade um, for someone that already had pretty pretty conf- good amount of confidence in his running backs. So maybe Adam Thielen, maybe another struggling wide receiver, maybe someone who's down on DJ Moore if you still believe on him. Would like you Williams? do it? For, I would mm. do it for Terry Devonta Smith for Terry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm taking Terry. Give me Terry all day. Ten out of ten times. That's a Mike Williams. Trade. I would not do. I would rather have Devonta Smith than Mike Williams what? right now. Oh, the Mike Williams. Okay, yeah, I think that's kind of close. That's uh, yeah, that's kind of. I think that's just personal preference right there. That's kind of just like who do you like more? I haven't seen Mike Williams be good since week five. It's week eleven now. <laughs> You're not wrong, but you also did. You also said that any game it can happen any week. It can. You get, it can. You're right. It can, but it hasn't. So I know it hasn't. <laughs> yeah, uh, but do I do like those? Do you got? I mean, uh, not do God's Q. Finish this up. What do you got? All right, so my buy low, Javante Williams. Even as a Melvin Gordon fan, uh, I know that the rookie's time is going to come. Uh, Melvin Gordon has about 50 points more, I think. I could be wrong. He is a significant lead in fantasy points over Javante Williams' total um, because he has three scores in the last three games. But um, after the bye week, it's if you can just eat the bye week in week 11, um, I'm sure the Broncos will be coming out uh using Javante Moore and he has a juicy playoff schedule and championship game all both against the Chargers well he plays them twice in that span uh, who allow the the uh, most rushing yards per game so could be something to look forward to and my sell high is uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown drops many many passes he's averaging 13 targets in the last couple games um, 
but he's barely catching half of them. Uh, he's still somehow managing uh, high yardage games, but with the emergence of Rashad Bateman and maybe they start using the run game more. I still think the running, running the ball is their number one option. Um, I think it's something like this would be the highest that you could, you could uh, ship him off because you probably didn't draft him as to be your wide receiver one. So you could possibly be okay with sending him away for some position that you probably need more of. Yeah, I agree. Fun fact on the Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon split. I think uh, Melvin Gordon has 28 more fantasy points and five more touchdowns. So that's 30 points right there. That's pretty much the split again. Um, It's literally just the touchdowns. And for the first time since week four, Javante Williams outsnapped Melvin Gordon 57% of the snaps to 43. So maybe they hinted at it a little bit. I don't know. I still think it's going to be a work share as long as Melvin Gordon's healthy just because he's in a contract year. I think that's a, a big difference there. They but, both look good, so it's just hard to like yeah. back off of one. Yeah, definitely hard to back off of one. Uh, but I do still think Javante is the back of the future. And if they continue to lose a little bit, fall out of playoff contention, Javante will see more work for sure. Um, all right, Thursday night football preview. Let's get into that real quick before some trivia. Patriots at the Falcons. Kind of a snooze fest. Not the best fantasy game. No, definitely not very fantasy friendly. Uh, especially with the injuries going on. So let's start with that. Damian Harris may miss again on a short week. I think he's still in the concussion protocol. I'm not sure. I haven't seen his practice reports. Um, but if he does miss, is Ramondre Stevenson a must-start running back two, running back one? Is he must-start in general? I don't think he is. I'd... After that matchup, I feel like I would start. I, mean, I would the, feel okay, confident starting. The matchup is juicy, but like, if you don't have players on a bye – like, are you really going to bench one of, like, your regular starters for him? Depends on my lineup. It um, does. It definitely does depend. There's no yes My or regular no, but... starters right now would have been, like, if I was had a fully healthy lineup and I have Ramondre Stevenson and Damian, I know Damian Harris is out, and I have to start him or Cortland Sutton. I'm starting Stevenson. Against the 30th ranked, 30th ranked run D. Uh, maybe Stevenson or Bateman. Probably still going to go Stevenson. A little bit more upside there. Um, I think it just depends on your lineup. I mean, if you obviously have a very solid lineup, your flex is already in a very good position. I probably be not starting him over him. But I think if you're looking for someone to plug in, he's definitely a must start. Yeah. You get him on your team. And okay. you need that plug in. Yeah. If Harris is out. If Harris plays, that's just yeah, muddies the don't water. Even I don't know. Bother. That scares me. Um, and I know we talked about Jacoby Myers earlier, but who would you rather start right now? Jacoby Myers or Kendrick? Nelson Aguilar. No, not Nelson Aguilar. He's dead, Q. <laughs> oh, he had a touchdown last week that was called back because of some holding call. I don't know why they even let him run to the end zone because it was like flag immediately. <laughs> he's wide receiver 58 on the year, Q. He's dead. Hey, he's still kind of up there. Stop. Uh, I'm starting Myers with the uh, hopes – he gets close to the end zone. So close, and they're like complete opposites. Dude, they're actually Bourne's wide receiver 32 on the season. I was a little bit wrong earlier. And Jacoby Myers is wide receiver 33. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Myers has been Point flip. more consistent, I guess, in terms of just like decent numbers. Bourne has the bigger games. So, yeah, what I'm are you just, doing? Taking I'm just going Bourne. with the upside. Yeah. I have them uh, extremely far apart. I have Myers at 30, Bourne at 48. Jeez. Under Robbie Anderson. But uh, Myers at 30 might be a little high, too. I don't know. I think I'd go Myers, too, just for the little bit of a more safe play. But it depends what I need in my lineup. If I have a bunch of people out and I need a big week, I might just throw a dart at Bourne and hope he hits the the jackpot again. Uh, Last thing for the Patriots here, Hunter Henry, the touchdown machine, continues to score. Is he a top 12 play? He has to be. He has, like, a million touchdowns in the last, like, However many games, like seven games, something like that? Yeah, seven touchdowns, ten games this season in general, but a lot of them come more recently, too. I have him at 13. Ooh, right on the outskirts. So I don't know if he's a guaranteed top 12 play, but I think he's probably a must-start in a 12-team league. So I'd probably put him on my top 12 if I have my rankings done. Uh, For the Falcons, Cordell Patterson may miss some time. Do you like 
Mike Davis or Wayne Gallman as a starter if he does miss, or are you avoiding this backfield as a whole? Avoid it. Avoid it. Don't fall for it. <laughs> I'm sure there'll know. be Wayne some. Wayne like... Gallman was a little juicy, juicy. Mm. Those two are just so ugly. I know. Wayne Gallman's bounced around the league for like four years. It's just like a very mediocre backup, but he did get 55 rushing yards. He did catch a 21 yard pass. I don't know. Hopefully, he did more once, than Mike Davis. So, hopefully, when this podcast is out tomorrow, there's some clarification on Patterson. He has practiced the last two days in some limited capacity, so uh, maybe one more day is all all you need. I feel like if the game was on Sunday, he would definitely play. Yeah, but it's not. So we shall yeah, whatever. see with that one. Yeah, I'd probably avoid Mike Davis and Wayne Gallman as a whole. Let's be real. Um, are <laughs> any wide receivers startable on this team right now? Sean, would you start Russell Gage again? No, I'm no, done. Dude. I'm about to freak out at Russell Gage. <laughs> Bro, he I has lost. been insanely annoying. I've started him in two leagues, and like every time he's put up a donut, I keep falling Bro. for it. I fall for it every Bro. time. He's going to put up 14 next week, and I'm going to fall for it again. I'm done with Russell Gage. I'm done. I'm dropping him in all my leagues. I'm dropping him in Dynasty. I'm just done. I'm I'm literally going to drop him, too. I lost by two points in my other league. Oh my like, I didn't have a hard enough time. I just lost Robert Woods. I was like, oh, perfect time. I could start Russell Gage. Let's yeah. go. Drops a donut, bro. When I lose by <laughs> Again. two points. Two points. You couldn't get me, Russell Gage. Three I had, donuts in five last games. I was hyping him up so much. He was supposed to be so good. Dude, yeah. He was supposed I to be good. <laughs> bro, like, I hate him. The last Dude. like seven weeks of last year, he was like wide receiver seventeen or something. Like he, bro, like he he's he can do it, but he's not. Dude, I started him in week eight. He got me a donut. And I said, screw it. I'm putting him on my bench. Week nine, didn't start him. Week ten, I lost Robert Woods. DeAndre Hopkins is out again. I'm like, you know what? I gotta start Russell Gage again. He bounced back. I think he's good. After eight targets and seven catches a week before, three targets and zero catches. I'm sorry. Now, Sean. some of some of the blame has to be on Matt Ryan. Nine completions in the entire game. So, like, nothing was going around. But, dude, three donuts in five games. How are you that, like, inconsistent in that offense? I don't get it. I don't get it. And sometimes I'm thinking, like, is it that hard to be a player on the field and get a donut that Consist like just for one game, I think it may be hard to get donuts. Just get but like one catch, dude. One catch. He wasn't even getting targets in two of the three donuts. <laughs> he got no targets. He's on the field for a, a bunch of the snaps. Breathing, doing cardio. Right, he's he's on the plane on the way home. He's like, man, I didn't even get a catch. <laughs> they didn't get a target. Dude, I didn't even play, bro. I didn't even play. Like, what the heck? You got to check. He's out there as a ghost. He's non-existent. <sighs> I'm done with him. Done. Dog. Any other wide receivers as well? No, I'm not starting any wide receivers yeah, on this there's team. There's only one person you can start on this team if Patterson's out. Kyle Pitts. And that's it. Yep. I was about to say, must start, though. I think you still got to roll him out there. He's been a little up and down himself, but the talent is unreal. I would be a little concerned, week. though. You know, Belichick's good at uh, taking away their best target, but, uh, I mean, Very he just true. may be too good. Belichick said he's a mix of Tony Gonzalez and Randy Moss, I think. <laughs> That's scary. That's that is terrifying. Best of the best. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting Kyle Pitts. The Patriots definitely do scare me a little bit, but I'm rolling them out there. Come on, trivia, let's, trivia, trivia, trivia. Well, let's pick this game first. Patriots at the Falcons. Who you got? Patriots. Patriots all day. Give me the Patriots. Go Pats in that one. Q, let's finish it up. I would say that would us. be a close game, but after last week by the Falcons, maybe not. Dude, I don't know. I mean, the NFL is so bounce back. Like, yep. every week, it's flip-flop. Like, you'll get one version of a team, and then the next week. Like, this game's going to be competitive. I already know it. Like, it, like, the Patriots just blew out the Browns, and the Falcons just got blown out. Yeah. Quick I quick like thing. I, I saw some theory that all the teams that the that have that the Chiefs have lost to this year, so the Chargers, the Ravens, actually the Ravens, the Bills, the Titans, I think they've all been upset, big upsets, except for the Chargers. December 26th, the Chargers play the Texans. So, like, that's going to be their upset loss. That's something I saw on TikTok. I thought it was interesting. It's like a Chiefs curse. Maybe it is a curse. I mean, there's just like a Ravens lot of lost to the Dolphins, Bills lost to underdogs Jags. all over. All right. If you're hitting the sports books, bet on the dogs. The dogs, bro. <laughs> all right. Trivia, trivia, trivia. So, as we know, are you guys ready? Yeah, oh, I was uh, born ready. For the Panthers, they brought back Cam Newton this week. He spent his first nine seasons with the Panthers, signed with New England, and now is coming back to the Panthers. 
who is the only other active quarterback who started for a team, left to start for another team, came back and became the starter for the team that they were drafted by. Uh, the hint I'll give you is he's not starting right now. So he was drafted by a team. Like, he's active, but he's not starting right now. Yeah. Drafted by a team, was traded to start on another team, and then found his way back to that original team to start. Wow. That's a loaded question, bud. Um, uh, I can give you the year that he returned back to the team, but that might give it away. No, it's fine. I'm gonna th- I got to think on this for a minute, though. I have to. All right. Uh, Don't think too long. I got to think hard. It's a backup quarterback. I'm going through every backup in the league <laughs> right now. Uh, I almost said something that really would have gave it away, but I'm not going to. Is he on the team that he was drafted by right now? No. Is it okay if I guess the, get the conference that he's in right now? He's in the NFC. Okay. That just gives me half of the league. I don't have to worry. He about started it. an NFC, but here, here's the thing. He's drafted the NFC team, went to an AFC team to start, and then went back to the NFC team, currently on an NFC team as well. Okay. So he's been around forever, apparently. Uh, since 2012. Okay. 2012. <laughs> that was his rookie year. <laughs> Who was a rookie quarterback in 2012? I don't Probably know. Try not taking so long to think because you might need to think a little bit for the next one. Fudge. All right. Um, I don't have an answer. I have no idea. I'm not even close to an answer. I oh, my God. Know. You guys are thinking too hard. Wait, he got traded to a what? And then back to AFC. the AFC team. Either traded or signed. But either way, he went to an AFC team and then came back to the team on the NFC. What? And he wasn't he wasn't drafted to be the initial starter. I think I figured it out. <laughs> I think I figured it out. I think I got it. Yo. <laughs> what? And he's not on that team currently. Yeah, I think I got it. I think I got it. You guys don't think hard. If you're telling me not to think hard, that's going to make it worse. <laughs> think soft. Well, you better hope Sean even has it. Uh, I think I'm I telling have you to think soft. I think I have it. Um, yeah, I have to have it. Yep, I think I 100% have it. All right, I'm ready, I guess. All right, it was Nick Foles. Let's go! <laughs> oh, oh let's go! Uh, you got, you got, got it. it, yeah. At the end? I got Is it. That, did you get it when I said think soft? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling. I was just looking at your like your hat and your background. I was like, "That's oh why right. when Q kept saying don't think too hard,' I was easily an Eagles player." Like, I couldn't think that of that for some reason. When you guys, when you were like, "I'm thinking about all the backups," I'm like, oh, "Maybe it might be another string." Yeah, I was like, "That's that's what really threw me through a loop." I was I started thinking about the Bears, and I was like, "Who is Justin Fields' backup?" And then I was like, "Oh, they still have Nick Foles," and then it came to me. Um, all right, next question. This one's actually I'm going to give you the easier one now just because I went to a little bit of time. But uh, so this past week, there was a tie between the Steelers and the Lions. For two points, when was the last tie? And who were the teams that tied? Was there another tie this year? Not this year. I don't think year. so. What? When oh, was my the God. Last tie? I feel like, like I should know this. The last tie? Probably should. Are you kidding me? I'm just going to wing it. Then the two teams. <laughs> the two teams, one was an AMC and one was Wait, an wait, AMC. wait, wait, wait. What what's the two points here? So you name the two teams that played, that's one point. Uh-huh. And then you name the year. Can we I get guess. can we make this a three point uh-huh. question? You get uh, the sure. year yeah, yeah, yeah. one point and then you and get then a point. If you get either the teams right, the so teams. yeah. Sure. If you get both, you get two points. The teams that played, one was an NFC, one was an AFC. I can't remember. I'm just gonna go with. Okay, I think I got it. No way! Stop it. Sorry. <laughs> Knock it off. Knock it off. Sorry. Okay, I just had a fact check, and I'm right. I don't know, bro. Whatever. I'm just writing this. Whatever. All right. So it was last year. 
There's yes. A... Nope. And nope. it was against the Eagles and the Bengals. No, <laughs> why would you get 2020? I got the Eagles Bengals, but I didn't know what year it was. So I just put it right in 2017. <laughs> Let's go. Let's Damn go. It. Bro, I wrote 2020 and then I wrote, well, who fucking ties all the time? I was like, well, the Bengals tie like every year. And I was like, I was like, the Eagles recently tied with the Bengals, but I thought that was a couple years ago. So did I. That's why I wrote 2017. Like, bro, I did not think that Friends was played that year. game. Yeah, it was last year, and then that the they one? tied the Eagles yeah. tied with the Bengals before that. Too, yeah, like, like, like McNabb with McNabb. That, that that was when the McNabb tie quote came out. Did you ever hear about that? He was no. like, uh, after that game, he was like, I didn't even know you could tie in the NFL. <laughs> and then he was like, What are they gonna do if someone ties in the playoffs or the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh my God, that's bad. It's so bad. My camera will not focus. Full quote. Okay, we're good. All right. Well, this last question, you're gonna need. I said, focus. "Is that the?" I said, "Was that the last one?" You said, "Yeah." Oh uh, no, it's not. There's one more. Yeah, he said there's okay, the hard good. one still, or the long one. <sighs> so, I'll oh, wait till you get to your. <laughs> Go ahead. No, you're yes. gonna need. You need to listen though. I have ears. Okay. Okay. So Odell put Odell Beckham <laughs> has caught touchdown passes from Eli Manning and Baker Mayfield, uh, both formerly number one overall picks. He's now going to be catching passes from Matthew Stafford. Um, who are the only two active players who have already done this catching um, a touchdown passes touchdown pass from three different number one overall picks? I'll name the number one overall picks for you because there's, there's well there's six quarterbacks because there's two players. Two players have caught three touchdowns or a touchdown from three different number one overall. Okay, and they both the both players have the same initials. Uh, I should probably give the initials DJ. I pretend. I, so the quarterbacks for the first DJ, uh, Jameis Winston, Matt Stafford, and Michael Vick. The second DJ has caught touchdown passes from a touchdown pass from Carson Palmer, Kyler Murray, and Sam Bradford. Carson Palmer, Kyler Murray, and Sam Bradford. DJ. I probably shouldn't have given the initials, but wait, what were the first quarterbacks again? Jameis Winston, Matt Stafford, and Michael Vick. Okay. And then second one. Sam Bradford, Kyler Murray, and Carson Palmer. What? Who's Just been around? Thinking, thinking. The second one is throwing me off. I got the first one. Because some of the quarterbacks have been around forever. Carson Palmer, dude. What the fuck? Why'd you pull him out of your ass? He played for the Raiders. I know. For the Bengals. Bounced around. He played for the Cardinals, too. Yep. DJ. I don't like these initials. Um, wait. Carson Palmer. Sam Bradford, dude. What? No one caught touchdowns from him. He stinks. <laughs> Trying to take too long because I have to use the bathroom. All right. Who's the, who's the last one in that one again? Kyler Murray? Yeah. Okay, so that's where you should. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Murray. What? Do you guys, do you have them? I think so. So wait, I'm the only one holding this up, dude. What? Big time holding us up. I can't think of anyone that has those fucking initials. You gotta start a countdown or something. Yeah. You're counting down from 20. What? I keep thinking Deontay Johnson and it's driving me nuts. <laughs> Keeps popping in my head. 15. Better write something. We've been doing trivia for like 15 minutes. I know. Or this trivia is taking forever. Um, I'm not even on a timer. I'm just five. Three. Fuck. I'm not writing anyone. One. Up. I don't know. Fuck. So, I choked. First DJ is Deshaun Sean Jackson. Jackson. Second DJ. Oh, poor Sean. David Johnson. Oh. <laughs> you were was, saying DJ, I was, DJ, I DJ. I was like, how are you not getting it? Dude. <laughs> 
Wow, that was so easy. It was, was in my I face. I know, bro. I was like, how? You love him. And, dude, I was so stuck on wide receivers. Like, I was so stuck. <laughs> like, I did not think of a running back whatsoever. I thought Murray would have gave it away because he's the – Dude, Murray did give it away. I kept thinking Christian Kirk. I was thinking Andy Isabella. I was like, who <laughs> DJ. has been on the Cardinals for this long? I it's just like, took obviously the not lead AJ Green. ahead of oh Matt. Oh, my God! I'm ahead of Matt. <laughs> All right, I got Suck four it, points man. total. <laughs> well, I guess five if you count DJX. You got five total. That's crazy. All right, I'm only 11 behind Sean. You got, you got oh, five. I thought Matt was in first place. <laughs> no. He's in first I think that's picks. Matt fell off because it was COVID. Yeah. Well, all happens. right. Well, might have gone a little over with that trivia, but that's okay. That's a wrap for the Week 10 recap. We will be back on Sunday. Don't forget it with our Week 11 preview. So make sure you're following us here on Twitch. If you're watching, throw us a sub on YouTube as well. Spotify, Apple, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, just look up Super Fantasy Bros. You will find us. We will see you guys on Friday. Peace. Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Sunday. <laughs>